This side. Nowhere. 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 My ego is very fragile. I told someone the name of this uh, podcast. And she said, oh, you named it after a Lydia Lunch song. This gave me an emotional crash. I was not aware that there was such a Lydia Lunch song. Not that I have anything against Lydia Lunch. But I wanted to, to be clever and original and my own. And now it's just another redundancy in a series of redundant things that I am and do. It's so sad that we're compelled to want to be different, want to be special, want to be individual. It causes a lot of problems. It causes a lot of problems for us socially and for each and every one of us. Here I get all upset because now I'm not original. Now I'm redundant. Now I shouldn't even fucking bother. Oh, maybe that's so. I'm one of too many. I'm not original. I'm just another fucking human, scared about life, watching the clock tick away, feeling isolated, being proud of my isolation, but yet scared and lonely at the same time. It's a real bind. Thank you how I was raised. Thank you how I was conditioned. By what? Showbiz? Media? My family? Anne Rand? The goddess of God, the goddess of godless individuality? Yeah. So now I feel bad because I'm not original. That someone else came up with this, with this title. I don't even know what, it, what the song is. I don't want to hear it. I don't even like listening to music that much. Even though, unoriginally, I'm also a guy that plays guitar and sings songs. <laughs> ah, it just goes on and on and on. At any rate... I'm somewhere. I'm not nowhere. I crave being nowhere. I crave being nothing. I crave jumping back into the soup of whatever we came from. But you can't really do that. If you vanish, it hurts others, it offends them. You died. It's so sad. 
the sad event was being born. I think it's going to be more of a blessed event to die. Like the song based on the Dvorak's New World Symphony. Going home, going home, I am going home. I've been trying to learn the chords to that so I can play it on my guitar and sing it one of these open mics here in San Miguel de Allende. So I can come off as original and something interesting, so I can be interesting, so people will like me, so I'll like myself. Because otherwise I have no particular reason to like myself. Our reasons for liking ourselves are based on other people. You know, one of my favorite movies of all times is uh, City Lights, a film made by Charlie Chaplin. It's a silent movie, but it was completed in 1931 while talking films were already well underway and kind of everywhere. But he continued to make a silent movie because that's what, you know, how he really made his mark in his life with this silent character of the little tramp. And the story of little of um, City Lights is about a tramp who gets mistaken for a rich man by a blind flower girl. She can't see him, but uh, in a clever sequence in the, film, in the film, she gets the misunderstanding that he is a wealthy man with a limousine. So she ends up being able to see, and there's a wonderful scene, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, there's a... Uh, a scene where the blind girl who is now sighted has a shop on a street and sees a tramp being ridiculed and taunted and abused by some neighborhood boys. She offers him a flower and they speak, and he says, you can see now. And she can see. She can see him. She can see what he is. The question of the film is, if you can really see me, how can you love me? If the illusion drops away and you see what I really am, 
how can I possibly be lovable? I'm just a tramp. I'm just a nobody. I'm just a, a blight on our society. Someone in the way. Someone to be abused in the street. Someone who has no home. Someone who has nowhere to go. Someone who is redundant and unnecessary. At any rate, I suppose I'll get over it. Besides, the podcast is for me. It's not for you. It's not to amuse you. It's not to excite you with my originality. It's for something for me to do. Something for me to, to care about. Some means of expressing my angst. My uncomfortableness with the world. My anger at the way we have to live. Yeah. I get angry at the herd. Angry at what we all do. Angry at how we're shoved this and way, this and that way by the media, the tools of certain political power, which is going on right now, of course. We have a new figure of hate. Well, a figure of hate that's not new, that's been brewing for many, many years, but now is the primary figure of hate, Putin, Putin the Emmanuel Goldstein of our 1984. The reason we have to up the military budget to another trillion dollars or whatever the fuck it is. The reason we have to force NATO further into the Ukraine. The reason the people in the Ukraine have to get put between these two forces and they're the ones that are going to suffer just like the innocents in Afghanistan suffered from our invasion wrongful invasion because what some terrorist lived there somewhere in the mountains so we attack the country and tear it apart for 20 years and now, we won't even give them the money so they can feed themselves? Well, you don't want to hear about that anyway. Go ahead. Stand with the Ukraine. You should. It's a shame what's happening to them. It's a shame what the United States did and what Russia has done and how these superpowers end up colliding and just destroying the lives of people who are just trying to get by. Trying to get by as probably as individuals just like anyone here. Trying to have children and raise their families 
make a little bit of money, keep things going, survive another day. But now they have to be pawns in a, in a game of power. The power on our side that military contractors, how much money? I mean, I mean, Jesus. It's the primary business of, of America. The entertainment industrial complex. Movies and the war machine. It's what we do. Yeah. Well, it's made for a, a lovely life for a certain amount of North American U.S. citizens. At any rate, how did I get on to all that? I'll take another sip of coffee, see if I have anything else to say. Yeah, the Lydia Lunch song. The thing is, I don't really listen to music. It's odd. I'm, I'm involved with music somewhat. I have been my entire life. I was in a band when I first came to New York, Jolly Ramey, which I mentioned before. And, you know, in my youth, I listened to music like most people, but not, not as, I guess, seriously as a lot of other people have and still do. I know people like my brother. It's, it's, you know, music is central to their lives. My brother had a, uh, uh, what a, uh, the music, um, the thing that's in, in notation, the little S, whatever it's called, and a big tattoo on his arm to note how, you know, important music was to him. I don't quite understand it. Music is a lot of things. Rock and roll. Well, it's the march of capitalism. The beat, the throb of our war machine. And that's also sold all over the world. Yeah, I'm a little cranky this late Sunday afternoon as the sun goes down. It's a beautiful climate here in San Miguel de Allende. It gets very cool in the nights. We're in the uh, desert, high desert. So now in... Well, I guess it's the first day of spring. Um, now, it, it's like 50, maybe less, low at night, and then, you know, 80s, 80, in the uh, height of the day. Dry, not humid, 
It's very pleasant. I go out in the morning with just a shirt. It's 50. It doesn't feel, you know, terribly cold. But, you know, of course, I'm walking and walking up hills and so forth. And I go out like 7 in the morning with my banana to eat. It's what I eat in the morning. I have coffee first, of course. Coffee and do a little internet surfing. Look at my Facebook. See what my individual my individuality is bringing me there. See if somebody's liking my photos. I've been taking photos of the uh, egrets. Is that what they're called? Egrets. Egrets. These big white birds that are nesting in the trees here in a certain part of the city. Like, several of them have nests, big white birds. So I've been trying to photograph some of them. I posted one today on my Facebook. It wasn't a photo, it was actually a, a well, it was a photo, but it, it came from a, a video. I dig videos of these birds and then uh, isolate the um, shot that I want, you know, taking off. So today there is one of one of the birds taking flight, spreading its wings. They're very wide, their wings, they're big, big thin birds. And um, with the cathedral in San Miguel de Lende in the background, it's a very touristy shot. Anyway, people like it. So, uh, yeah, I like to be liked. I don't think I'm even unique in that. We're all the same and all redundant. While we don't want to be. Well, I think there's going to be a, a real release of that when I somehow go back into the mix of things, when I no longer need to be redundant, no longer need to feel redundant, no longer need to be uh, special unique, individualistic, when I just drop back into the elements that I came from, that we are all made of, that everything is made of. We're on this one planet, in this one universe. We're on this one ball that is alive with variations of living things, but yet is alive in itself that supports all these things and keeps changing. Everything keeps changing. I become born as a baby and I grow and I change and I think and my thoughts change. 
and I get old, and my thoughts evaporate, and my body disintegrates into something else, into what it was. And that's the way it should be. And that's why I'm not not all gung-ho about individualistic eternal life. What hell it would be to have to be me for eternity and have to keep up the whole illusion of the individual. To have to keep being careful that on my podcast I do not pop my peas. If you're offended by bad tech, this is probably not the place for you. I'm not doing it in a studio. I'm doing it in a house right now, in a room. I have the windows closed, so... Maybe you don't hear outside noises, but uh, and I'm working on off, off of a something called a Tula mic, a new mic that records as well as um, is a microphone and holds has a memory that holds lots of audio. I got the idea from a podcast that I listened to, tangentially speaking hosted by Dr. Christopher Ryan. It's something I've listened to for many years. He's a smart guy. He's quite like me in, in many ways, although he's just 10 years younger. Um, he bought one and recommended it, and I thought, okay, well, before I go on this trip, I'll buy this microphone because I had some money from enhanced unemployment. I got enhanced unemployment compensation from my modeling work that was considerably less during the pandemic, so I was entitled. But as an independent contractor, I really got nailed by the IRS and uh, they took kind of almost half of the money I have left, so that was uh, a little disturbing. But whatever. I have a little bit of Social Security, and I'll probably find a way to continue on in some manner or other. I'm not sure if I want to stay here, try to live here, I'm going to go back to New York. The day after I arrived here, my brother died uh, in Evansville, Indiana, where no one was around who knew him other than his employer. 
and there's going to be a memorial service for my brother in Canton, Ohio, at the beginning of June. So I'm going to go back to uh, back to Ohio, where my city is gone. Uh, back to Ohio, and um, for this memorial service. I haven't been in, in Ohio, uh, where I grew up, or where I was born and raised. Um, I haven't been to Ohio for uh, almost 20 years. Uh, last time I was there was when my father was dying at age uh, 71 from uh, long Standing heart disease, he was a cigarette smoker. Um, at any rate, so I'll be breezing through Ohio a little bit and then probably back to New York after that uh, to do some cat sitting in nice apartments in various parts of the city, one in Brooklyn, and they're going to be gone for a while, so I'll be in... in uh, uh, Crown Heights in the end of June. I haven't tried to uh, look into whether I can model again while I'm in New York. It would probably be a good idea to try to do that. I don't know if I'm going to try to stay in New York, try to live on in my rest of my life in New York. I love New York City. I first moved to New York City around age 30, and uh, it was really um, my beautiful life. So yeah, back to Ohio, um, and then back to New York City, where I have no place to live, uh, other than staying at these cat sits. I guess I can get a room somewhere for a little while. I'd lived out on Long Island uh, before last year with my beautiful young girlfriend who I separated from and kind of pushed away because I didn't want her to have to take care of an old man in his old age since she doesn't have any money and I don't have any money. And it just felt like a disaster looming if I... If I should have a stroke or something, then she would have to work and wipe my ass for the next 10 years, waiting for me to die. Now, I hope she can find a, another life for herself. She's cut me off after this. She won't speak with me. She won't communicate with me. I think she was very hurt and brokenhearted. I broke both of our hearts with this little maneuver, and I regret it. I didn't handle it well, and I miss her very, very much. She was a, she is a very sweet, wonderful person, and I love her very, very much. Last night, I went to a local art thing. I'm not particularly outgoing, so I just felt kind of lonely. I felt more lonely going out 
trying to communicate with people than had I just stayed here and looked at uh, HBO Max or something, or read. But I went out and um, ended up talking to a guy from Bermuda. And I said, oh, so you're a uh, British subject. He's another old guy, 69 years old, a painter. And he's been living here for 16 years, but, you know, he has more of a different type of life than I. He has has an adopted child who's 11 uh, here with his, uh, I guess, wife now who looked somewhat younger. And he talked about going back to Bermuda to see his grandchildren. So I have no grandchildren. I feel fortunate in that. I feel fortunate that I that I dodged the mating thing. I didn't do we really need to add more children to the world? I I did almost but um, both of those pregnancies ended in miscarriage which I think both I and the woman involved are kind of grateful for at this point probably me more than she I've been reading I read Notes from the Underground by Dostoevsky. The first part of it was all right. And then there's all this stuff about visiting a prostitute and his old school friends and being offended. And uh, I just couldn't relate to it. And fortunately, it was only 150 pages. And I was glad when it was over. Now I'm eating, reading. Um, what is it called? an Edward Bunker novel. No Beast So Fierce, which was made into a movie with Dustin Hoffman called Straight Time. When I first saw the movie, when it first came out, I think in the 70s, whenever it was, I thought it was really great. Watching it again more recently, it was like less than great. Well, the novel is really good. Um, so far, I'm only about, what's Kindle told me? 53 pages in of 233, which is 22% of the book. So, I'm quite enjoying that. I like to be reading something that I really like. It uh, makes me feel better. It amuses me. I like good writing. And this is some good writing about a hard place in life. Criminals. A guy just getting out of jail. Anyway, I'll speak more about the book at some other time, but I think I'll wrap up for now in this side of nowhere. (laughs) 
Thank you, Lydia Lunch. Somewhere, I'm somewhere. The, the point of the, the title is that we're all, we all are from nowhere and we're only in somewhere temporarily as nowhere pretends to be somewhere anyway. It was some kind of, a, some kind of an idea, notion that popped into my head. I don't even think I was high at the time. At any rate, I appreciate you listening, if you have. Don't tell your friends. Don't share on social media. Subscribe if you want more. I'll be complaining about some other things in the future. And I'm sure you'll want to be here to hear me grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. Hasta luego. This side. This side of nowhere.